Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Wednesday, September 14th. We're at hump day. We're almost there. It's almost the weekend. Uh, and today's podcast is presented by the Perry Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, once again today we have quite a few national food days uh, and I can get down with one of them, but not all of them. Uh, so yeah. the, the first food day, Billy, is National Gobstopper Day. Are you a Gobstopper fan? I can eat a Gobstopper, but I'm not a huge fan. I, I mean, it is the everlasting Gobstopper, right? So it is It is Wonka. It is That is just something I think it's historic. I like the Gobstoppers. They're but I, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm not a huge fan of Gobstoppers. I don't like candy, though. Um, as much as I dislike sugar, candy is right up there on the top. I, I hate stuff like this. But I understand people that do like it. It is the everlasting Gobstopper. It is uh, infamous and notorious. Uh, National Cream-Filled Donut Day. Uh, are you down with some cream-filled donuts? Again, this is one of those things that I can eat, but I'm not a huge fan of only because I, I don't know. It's just that I, I expect certain things from a donut and cream is not one of them from the inside. You don't want it to be creamy. No, I do not want it to be creamy. I hate donuts. Um, so I, I am rejecting this one right off. Gobstopper. Yeah, I'll have one every now and then. Donuts, I absolutely hate You're donuts. You're so freaking weird. There is I do not I do not eat donuts. I absolutely hate donuts. They are the worst. Sprinkles is so good here in, in Villarica. And there's a uh, new one coming out in Carrollton, too. Oh, really? A new Sprinkles or a new like independent donut chain? A new Sprinkles. Now, I will I will go to Sprinkles. And just because, dude, I like to support local businesses, you know? Um my, my kids like donuts, so we'll get it from there. And I'll get their coffee. Their their coffee and their coffee drinks from Sprinkles are good. But yeah, donuts. I hate donuts. I don't want to eat donuts. They're oh, blah, awful. No. I am down for this next one, though. National Eat a Hoagie Day. Okay. I thousand could, percent could, down could, with that one. I can get with a hoagie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could eat a hoagie for lunch literally every single day for my entire life. I'm a massive, massive hoagie fan. Yeah, I can, I can do a hoagie. No, no doubt. Is a sub a hoagie? Would you consider a sub a hoagie and vice versa? Are they the same thing? Yeah, I, I would think so. I honestly. agree. And I, I think for my money, the best hoagie or the best sub around here, dude, Publix, their, their deli makes... 100%. Oh, dude, it's so it's insane. It's just, That's, it's leaps had, and bounds better than Subway. Had one oh, on did Sunday. You? Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Like, I, I took Gavin, Gavin and I had uh, Subway subs or hoagies on sunday it was awesome what's your what's your go-to hoagie sub at Publix? oh the american man uh oh, the that's american a good one. the american i think i had the ultimate on sunday which was really good too 
That's um, my favorite, dude. The ult, the Boar's Head Ultimate Public yeah. Sub. And you have to get Boar's Head. Oh, um, thousand percent. And and the thing is, you also have to get pickles on the same on because there's just something different about the Publix pickles that are, oh god, they're so good. And if you like, if you like the Publix Boar's Head Ultimate, you know they sell like the um the small little things of Boar's Head sauce they put on them, and those are amazing just to put on like a normal like ham or bologna sandwich or something. But yeah. Publix, Publix Boar's Head Ultimate, best hoagie or sub around for my money. Absolute best. It's the only place I eat subs or hoagies, honestly, when we're going out somewhere. Uh, Billy, last night the Braves did hold off the Giants 5-1. They prevent from they prevent themselves from losing four games in a row. I believe they're one of only maybe two or three other MLB teams to have not lost four games in a row so far. Uh, I know when they were talking about it, about a month ago, I think there was three or four teams left that had not lost four in a row, and the Braves were one of them. I don't, I don't remember who, what the other teams were, and I don't remember, you know, if they lost any. But they prevent themselves from losing four in a row by beating the Giants five to one last night. Dan's Bay, three RBIs. Harris and Grossman uh, both had an RBI apiece. Kyle Wright wins his 18th game, goes five and a third innings, giving up one run and four Ks. Had a bit of a struggle through the first two innings, but settled down. Uh, went five and a third, and then the pin came in and did a really good job. Mentor, McKayhew, uh, Iglesia, and Jansen came in and all did really well. Jansen pitched an inning, gave up one hit, and struck out two, which is nice to see uh, after his kind of debacle the other night. But, uh, you know, when Jansen comes in in a situation like this, Billy, does it hold any water because it's not a save opportunity? which seems to be getting giving him the most trouble. We had a four-run lead. Can you take away anything from this outing from for Jansen? Does it does it energize you that he came out and struck out two and only gave up one hit? A thousand percent. Yes. A thousand percent. And I, I mentioned this. First of all, I'm going to say this just from yesterday. I called this. I said we were going to win tonight because there is no doubt that Wright and the Braves are not going to allow the Braves to lose four in a row. Number two. Um, a thousand percent on Kenley because, uh, and I also kind of mentioned this too. Um, I think yesterday or Monday, bring him in in low leverage situations, get his freaking like mojo back, and that's why I think him coming in in these low leverage situations where there's they're up four runs, let him let him get something in there and get some work. And he went in, got two strikeouts, gave up a hit, but. That I am thousand percent good with this. And Braves fans might not want to hear this, but we're going to need Jansen in the postseason. I mean, that's just the long and short of it. He's he's an all time closer. Uh, he right now has the record for most saves in the season for you know for the entire MLB. We're going to need Jansen in in the postseason if we want to win a World Series. So I, we're going to have to get him ready. Remember how bad Will Smith was struggling down the stretch last year, and it was literally the same thing. Like, oh God, please don't put him in. But once he got to the to the postseason, it was complete lights out and didn't allow a single run. So, I was about to say, didn't he, didn't he go like zero earned runs the entire zero earned runs the entire postseason? <laughs> well, that's like Luke Jackson. I mean, you remember two years ago. Luke Jackson was terrible. And then last yeah. year, Luke Jackson was one of our best pitchers out of the pen. So, yep. I, you know, it's it, it sucks when you see him struggle, but you're going to have to lean on him eventually just because of 
what he means to the team and what position he's in. And hey, it, that's baseball. You roll your best lineup out there and see what happens. The win last night brings the Braves within a half game of the Mets once again. Billy, this battle, dude, going down to the stretch. Can you ask for anything more out of baseball? God, it's it's so fun, and it we haven't had a a battle like this in a long time. So I can't wait for the rest of the twenty something games left. I think we're down to like twenty three games or twenty two games somewhere around there. Something like that, yeah. By the way, uh, Robbie Grossman has dude, been putting it in, putting hot. in work. He has been hot lately. I don't, I don't know if you've noticed this, but most of the games that we've put up, oh, here's another Grossman RBI. Here's another one. I mean, it, he has been hot. So I'm so thrilled with Robbie Grossman. That may be another pickup from Alex Anthopoulos that a lot of people just thought was a dumb pickup. This one, this one may turn out to be okay. He has seven RBIs in the month of September, and he's slugging 462. Um, so, yeah, That's kind horrible. of horrible. Oh, exactly. no, 462. What's his it's OPS? Not, it's not bad. Uh, OP, OPS is 805. That's, so, that's doable. I can yeah. do that. 805 and, is fine. And that's from a essentially a seven or eight hole hitter. You know, yeah. that's, that's, that's not a one through four hitter. That's not a, you know, five, six guy. That's probably your eighth, ninth hitter. And a guy that's going to go unheralded at the trade deadline that we picked up. Uh, another, one, another one of those AA trades that's going to fly under the radar and it's I, I'm just going to assume that it's going to pay dividends uh, once the once the postseason gets here because that's so, just sort of how AA's trade go. And for reference, in the month of August, uh, through the entire month, he hit eight RBIs. And through the month, or excuse me, ten. And through the month of September, we're about halfway through September, he already has seven. So, yeah, nice production there at the back end of the... Uh, He's of the getting a lot of playing time, though, with with Acuna being um, just DH. so And Billy, today we take on the San Francisco Giants. Almost the 49ers. My mind's still in football. San Francisco 49ers at 345. Charlie Morton goes off against uh, Radon. And then the rest of the year, all the series are against NLE's. Yeah. Yeah. Phillies, Washington, Phillies, Washington, New York, Miami. That's how I want to end the season I, yep. against the NLE Spells. I love that. Absolutely love that. Yep. Pretty pumped about it. Billy, you got this next topic, and it's going to be a surprise. What uh, what do we got here? So I don't know if you've noticed this, but the past couple of weeks or, uh, you know, there's been some interesting coaches interactions. I'll say that. <laughs> um, we'll start with the first one, and uh, this one was <laughs> this one was probably one of my favorite ones, just simply because I was so pumped about it. Uh, it is it's an interaction that Brian Kelly had with um, some media. Okay, um, this was after Brian Kelly's uh, opening weekend loss to Florida State, and. Um, the media got a little bit testy with him. That will uh, will open it up to this late arriving uh, media crowd that uh, must have uh, enjoyed the the weekend. Um, that's usually ten dollars um, that we put in the kitty um, for. We, we'll have a big bash at the end of the year at my place. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with winning. 
I think it has to do with being on time. Bryce, I, dude, listening to that, you, you've got to just laugh because it's, it's amazing. Just, I, kudos to that woman, number one, for her having the cojones to say that. Number two, dear Lord, man, like, Dude, I, I can't stand Brian Kelly, man. You you know this. Everybody listens to the podcast. I hate Brian Kelly. He is the he's he's just an idiot. And him up there trying to joke about the media paying ten dollars or whatever for the lateness, for the tardiness, and then having a big party at the end. Like, dude, like this is the media. This is other grown adults. He's just so cringy. And then yeah, the cojones and that lady. Well, maybe if you'd win, we'd show up on time. I, I love it. Love it. I hate Brian Kelly. So anything you can do to snap back at him, I am absolutely here for. This next one, uh, I'm, I'm going to leave the Falcons one for last because uh, I need to go off on a rant on that one. But this next one is uh, from Robert Saleh from uh, the Jets. And this one, you want to talk about like, Wow. When those those little errors that the offense was was having in the first half stop happening, it's going to be explosive, and then it carries on to the second half. You're you're just going to feel it, uh, and and in a way, it, it does just click where you're just stacking up day after day after day, and um, and it's really really cool when it does happen because it, it just absolutely pops off the tape, and uh, and I know it's going to happen, and I'm and I'm taking we're we're all taking receipts on all the people who continually mock and and say that we ain't going to do anything. I'm taking receipts. I'm going to be more than happy to share them with all of y'all when it's all said and done. Dude, you are you are the head coach of a New York franchise. Do you realize how horrible and how just cutthroat the New York media is? And you're going to want to say this to them? Oh, my well, God. I, I, I think the best thing about being a Jets head coach now is, yes, you're, you're a thousand percent right. The New York media is terrible. Uh, but nobody even really realizes the Jets still exist. Um, they've been bad for so long that they've sort of just wallowed in mediocrity outside of New York. So luckily, you just have the New York media to deal with, which in and of itself is a handful. But outside of New York, everybody just sort of forgot that the Jets are an actual franchise. Um, but yeah, yeah, well, he's making he's making a list and checking it twice of anybody who has mocked the New York Jets, and he's gonna get you back <laughs> receipts, man. Receipts? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. You're a professional football coach, like. Everybody's gonna mock you. Like that's that's the job. That's what you sign up for, especially in New York. Okay, and you say that. So now, now we move on to the Falcons. Arthur Smith had a five or six minute conversation with the media on Sunday after the twenty six to twenty seven loss to the to the Aints, and uh, this was his. This is what he said to the media as he's walking off the podium. So write whatever y'all want. The same guys that you guys ranked as 45th, you buried us in May. Bury us again. We don't care. We'll get back to work. Thank you. Bryce, this this one pissed me off. Um, it was just weird. Like, when he was talking about you rank us 35th or what? Like, 45th. He said 45th. I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. There's not that many football teams, right? What, no, the 30, 30, 32? There's 32. Yeah. And when he said that, I, would, I dude, I had to listen to that quick clip a couple times because I was wondering if he was like, Oh, they rate our quarterback thirty fifth or something, or forty fifth, whatever it was. Like I'm like, how how is that possible? There's only like maybe he was saying that everybody was so low on them and making a joke like you rated us that low, even though there's only thirty two teams. I don't know, man. It was 
I'm really torn too because not being a Falcons fan, I sort of liked the passion that he had, but the rant and the comments were just so all over the place. They didn't even really make sense. It was a very, a very. I, I understand being pissed off in the moment. I'd be pissed off too if I was a head coach and just went through that and and everything that comes with the Falcons bandwagon. Um, but just very odd delivery and an odd way of stating how you feel. Yeah, and and I. Dude, I, I really, this ticked me off only because, like, you're the head coach of my franchise. You need to have a better understanding of what's going on with your with your franchise and not give a damn what the media is writing. Go in there, have your media conversation, get done with it, and then move the hell on. Because right now what you're doing is just giving them fodder, giving us fodder, I guess, too, for, for nothing. Like, you just need to shut the hell up, honestly. And it just, God, that pissed me off. Like, move on, man. Don't pay attention. Like, I've never understood why. And, you know, Bobby Cox used to say this all the time when people ask him, hey, do you do you read the papers or listen to, to radio? And he's like, hell no, I don't listen to that or read that. Because there's no reason for you to do that. And because if you do, you're just... It's just going to get in your head. And clearly, it has gotten in Arthur Smith's head. And I don't need the media to get in Arthur Smith's head. I need him focused on the Falcons. Let me let me ask you this. And this is, this is sort of my litmus test. This is what I uh, measure everything up against. Do you think Bill Belichick listens or reads the media at all? No. Boom. There you go. That's right there. That is what you should model yourself around as a head coach in the NFL. Does Bill do it? No, if Bill doesn't do it, I don't do it. I mean, he's the most—he's one of the most successful head coaches ever in NFL history. If Bill doesn't do it, I don't do it. If Bill does it, I do it. Now you can put flares and twists on whatever you do, but for the most part, if Bill Belichick doesn't do it, you probably shouldn't do it. I a thousand percent agree. But yeah, that—that that was that was just a topic that I, it had been kind of bugging me. Like I had those three clips, and I was like, man, I need to give this to Bryce. Maybe we'll have a new uh, segment called Coach's Quips. That we'll have yeah. on either Tuesday or Wednesday of the, yeah. uh, of the football season. Because you know every single weekend we will have some coaches' quips. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> I could pull some from uh, if if we have any from uh, our post-game show, too. Oh, I like that. I like that. Throwing in a lo- little local flair into there. Uh, Billy, tonight Atlanta United takes on Orlando City. Another big match for Atlanta United, who is still technically in the playoffs. Orlando City is who we're chasing and our rivals. They're six points ahead of us. Uh, they are in the last spot in the playoffs, so not only are we playing our rivals in Orlando, but we are also trying to knock them out of the playoffs while putting ourselves into a playoff position. Uh, can uh, can Parata score more tonight? That'd be amazing if he could. Hat trick the other night. He's leading the MLS and headed goals at the moment, and he has been on an absolute tear as of late. I believe he's the third leading scorer on Atlanta United right now as a, as a defender, so that's nice to see. Joseph is eligible, but will he be back for this game? Are we going to see him tonight, or has the rift between him and Gonzalo Pineda been torn so wide open that he is sort of out of favor? Uh, And in the last five games against Orlando, Atlanta has won two and two. So if we win tonight, we will have an even 500 record against Orlando in the past six games. So we need three points. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, If we lose here tonight, I don't think that technically eliminates us, but once again, it's like a 98% chance that we do not make it into the playoffs if we lose tonight. I haven't checked the 
What's the what's the five thirty five website? What's that four thirty five that always does no, the, it's like five thirty five? Yeah, five thirty five. Okay, I haven't checked their predictions lately on the playoffs. I know uh, a couple weeks ago we were at like twenty two percent or twenty five percent or something. I'm sure that hasn't gone up. Uh, but a win tonight will make that percentage go up quite a bit. So go out there and get three points, Atlanta United. Let me ask you a question. Let me get let me get your honest opinion. Do you think Joseph's in tonight? No, no, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if he was in tonight as a starter, and I'd also be shocked if he was a substitute. Do you think Joseph makes it in to the final couple of games of this year? Yeah, I do, um, because it'll just be his last couple of games with Atlanta United, uh, and I think Gonzalo Pineda will realize that, and he will he will give Joseph his due and let him play, I, I don't know, whenever the last home game is for Atlanta United. So I think he'll I think he'll play a couple more games for Atlanta United. Um let's see that's it. so our la- our last game September, su- Sunday October 9th uh versus New York City FC is at home 2:30 p.m. I w- I would almost say that he Gonzalo Pineda is going to start him that game just cuz it's going to be the last game with Atlanta United. So he uh he deserves a little respect from us. And the only reason we say that is because uh it came out either last week or early this week. Um that Atlanta United has announced that Gonzalo Pineda will be the manager for for Atlanta United FC for 2023. And, and I agree with that. I think Gonzalo Pineda needs to have a season where he can develop this team and actually bring in players that fit his system. Remember, folks, this Atlanta United team was completely built before Gonzalo Pineda even got here. And that is absolutely unheard of in anywhere in soccer in the entire world but the MLS. Uh, it's tough to give a, a a manager like here's your team, here's your resume team, whatever system you wanted to run. A, I hope it works for this team, or B, fix it, uh, or, or you know adapt to this team. So it's, it was a very odd move, and I'd like to see what Pineda can do with a full off season and a full transfer window to get players in here that he wants to be in here that fit his system. All right, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, shall we? In softball last night, Bowden beat Christian Heritage nineteen to nothing. That's a big win for Bowden. Bremen beat Ridgeland 14-9. Another uh, region win for Bremen. Carrollton lost to East Coweta 9-1. Central beat Southeast Whitfield 11-0. Lexi Warren pitched another shutout for the Lions, and Emma Shoemaker hit another long ball. Heard County beat Crawford County 6-5. Temple beat Lamar County 8-5. Bryce, seeing a lot of green tonight, today, buddy. A lot of green on here again today. I love to see it, man. This, this makes my heart feel good on a Wednesday morning. Lanny Stockton with a grand slam in the bottom of the 10th inning for a walk-off for Temple against uh, Lamar County. That's huge. And that's actually on video, uh, I believe, somewhere. I haven't been able to find it yet. Um, but the Crawford, the Crawford, excuse me, the Temple. Um, oh, no, here it is. Uh, Cor- it's actually on Corey Nix. How did I miss this? It's on Corey Nix's Twitter account. Uh, Temple beating Lamar County. That Lanny Stockton grand slam walk-off. Uh, Corey Nix shared it on Twitter. And I-, I am assuming he also shared it on Facebook. So go. Go check it out uh, to see it. Uh, we need to share that on ours. So we might have, dude. I was, I was sharing so much stuff last night, and like a, like I was half asleep, and I was just sharing a bunch of stuff. I might have. I just don't know. Uh, Villarica beat Midtown twelve to nothing. Tori Wofford went four innings, allowing no runs, two hits, seven Ks. Emily Farrow hit a home run. Olivia Wooten, Addie Orr, Taylor Lovinggood, and Tori Wofford um, joined in the scoring parade. In volleyball, Central lost to Sonoraville two to nothing, and Northwest Whitfield two to one. Heard County beat Lamar County and Greenville two to nothing. 
Temple lost to Rockmart two to one. Philadelphia lost to Jackson two to one and beat Midtown two to one. And that is your um, Marine South scoreboard. In the Stumpy Games and Events calendar tonight, softball you get Model at or excuse me Bowden at Model at five, and then Hurt County at Central at six. That'll be fun. That will be absolutely amazing. And once again, man, another good softball game on a Wednesday night that we can't attend. I'm kind of but they got to stop scheduling these uh, awesome softball games on Wednesday nights when we can't be there. That's a little yeah. frustrating. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to t- have to talk to the uh, the ads here and make sure they can schedule softball games around our schedule, not theirs. You know, That's right. <laughs> make that happen. Billy, you need another cup of coffee this morning? Uh, absolutely, man. For sure. Let's do it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Give her a call if you need to buy or sell a house in the West Georgia area. Uh, congrats to Kalani from Carrollton on receiving her state championship ring. She is the GHSA 6A 7A state championship on the floor. I honestly didn't even know until this post that uh, Carrollton had a gymnastics team. That is that's phenomenal, man. There's not many high schools around that have a that have a gymnastics team. We talked about this when they had state going on last or in the spring, I believe. So, um, yeah, that's that's huge for Kalani for sure. And you don't you don't find that much. Uh, I mean, a, a gymnastics team in a high school. Yeah. Carrollton Carrollton has everything. If it's a sport, Carrollton probably has a team that plays it. I'm. I, do they have a rugby team? I'd be shocked if they didn't have a rugby team. Honestly, they have an esports team. That, that, that doesn't surprise. Do they have a bass fishing team? I know that's becoming big now in, in high schools and stuff. Uh, my buddy's got a bass fishing scholarship to college. I'm Maybe not sure if Carrollton does. Central does for sure. I'm pretty sure Hurt County has one. Does, um, does Marine South sponsor the Central one? I think so. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Uh, New York Yankees slugger Aaron Judge blasts his 56th and 57th home run of the season. Billy, are you cheering for him to beat 62? He's five away, man. He really is. He's getting there, and I'm so pumped. I'd love to see it just because it's history. Um, and he's a he's a good cat, honestly. Like As much as I hate the Yankees, he's, he's a good dude. Um, and another Yankee beating um, Maris's record would be good yeah I'm a, fan, I'm a fan of aaron judge like you said i'm not a yankees fan but I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of aaron judge i like him for some reason he seems like a very humble person and i you know that's me kind of being away from the situation not being intimately involved with the yankees or aaron judge but he seems like a pretty humble cool person uh the phoenix sun owner robert sarver suspended and fined 10 million dollars after investigation finds conduct clearly violated a workplace standard. He's also been suspended for an entire year. It was found out, Billy, that he called someone in his office a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Um, so he was suspended for a year and fined $10 million. Now, if you want to if you want to read the situation and find out what he called him, go on uh, ESPN or SI or wherever and read the uh, read the document. It's it's pretty crappy stuff, man. Just a, <laughs> I like our version better. <laughs> cotton-headed ninny muggins, yeah. He called him a, you know, people... No, it's uh, I'd, I'd make fun of that if, it, if if what he called somebody was sort of soft. Uh, but yeah, he definitely said some words that you can't say in the workplace anymore. And uh, it, it was weird. Like he didn't, you know, you expect the the man boss to sort of objectify women. But he sort of went both routes, went, went women and men. So a very odd situation <laughs> and a very well-deserved $10 million fine and one-year suspension from the NFL for 
Mr. Robert Sarver. It's just the you can't do that. Like, when are people going to learn? You can't do stuff like that in this day and age. Like, well, come on, learn. It's just it's rampant amongst older like owners and coaches and like, can't do stuff like this. Learn. I guess money doesn't make you smart. Los Angeles Dodgers clinched their ninth NL, NL West title in ten seasons with a win over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, really I hate. Surprised. I hate the Dodgers, and no, I'm not surprised, but I'm happy for Freddie. I will always be a Freddie uh, fan for the rest of his career. So congratulations, Freddie. The rest of the Dodgers uh, will beat you in the NLCS like we did last year. Rinse, repeat. Let's let's hope. The LIV Golf season-ending team championship includes match play, head-to-head knockout playoff, and a $50 million purse. Billy, will you be watching the LIV Golf's season-ending team championship? For fifty million dollars, hell yeah, that's that's huge. Let's go. I don't even know what it is. Uh, the the bad thing about this is it's going up against football, and as we know, <laughs> foot, football is king. Uh, if it's on when football is not on, I'll tune in. But if it's on when football is on, sorry, pal, you're taking a back seat. The Detroit Lions, underdogs in twenty four straight games, are favored to win this weekend versus the Washington Commanders. Billy, are the Lions going to win this weekend? as favorites against the Washington Commanders. I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. I think the Lions are going to be good this year. I don't think they're going to get in the playoffs, but I think they're going to be at least better than they were last year. I think they're going to be decent. I think they're going to compete. And hell, who knows in the division? I mean, the Bears and the Vikings right now are leading that division. The Packers look terrible. Uh, So who knows? The Lions maybe could compete for a playoff position, a wildcard position in the NFC. Let's go. and today, in 1994, MLB team owners vote to cancel the remainder of the 1994 season, as well as the World Series, for only the second time in history, continuing the labor dispute with Players Association. Uh, this happened, and it turned a ton of people away from baseball, so they decided to roid up their players in 98 and 99 to get people back. So a little ebb and flow of baseball there today in 1994. Bryce, let me, before we get out of here, let me ask you a question on the Monday Night Football thing. Yeah. Hackett's an idiot, right? Big time, big time. Okay. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta so I'm, time I'm not there. just. I'm not just a. a I, I call myself a pretty decent football fan. Um, for some reason, I I just don't understand. Number one, you're fourth and five, and you've got Russell Wilson, who is probably I would say, top five, maybe top ten, in the NFL. Um, number two. It, let him go for it, man. Don't let percent. You've got plenty of time. You let 30 seconds drip off the clock and then try to go for a 64-yard field. No, no. You let him go for it. God and you were and you were losing too at that point. So it's not like it was a tie game and you didn't want the other team to get the ball back with a bunch of time left. Like, yeah, go for that, man. You got you got Russell Wilson. It's one of the best in the NFL to do it. That was he won one one Super Bowl, right? And been to two. Yeah. Um, so he knows what he's doing. Yeah, no, you're you're a thousand percent right. Uh, that was a bad, bad coaching decision by the uh by the Denver Broncos head coach. A lot of weird coaching decisions, honestly, in week one of the NFL. You'd expect more out of them. Uh yeah. So we'll see. But that's it on a Wednesday. Bill, you got anything else today, man? No, I'm good. Fantastic. For Billy Lindall, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see you all tomorrow morning. Same time. Same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!